Okay. We are, yeah, we're, we're live. Um, hopefully everybody's doing well. Hold on. I'll give it a second here. I'll set it up. Um, we are live actually here. Hope, I don't know why, but StreamYard is, is acting funny and making it sound like there's nobody there. Although I can see a whole bunch of people in the chat. Um, but I'm not sure if it's actually pulling from the right source, but either way, Sabaho everybody, Sabaho and welcome back. Uh, this is episode 100, uh, and it is actually a transition point of the episode of the podcast. Um, up to this point, we've called it the Saturday Morning with Tech, namely, right, well, rightfully named after the fact that it is usually streamed in the morning, my local time here in Southern California, um, in the morning on Saturday. So it's the Saturday Morning of te uh, with Tech. Uh, but at episode 100, we are transitioning a couple of things. We're actually rebranding the channel, rebranding the podcast to the Android Bay based on your recommendations, the viewers, the followers, everybody that was basically pitching in the new name and the new convention, uh, the naming structure that we're going to be going with. Um, one of the other things that we're also is shifting the episode or the podcast to have its own channel. So if you are new to the channel, new to the show, I would love it if you're able to basically uh, follow, make sure to check it out. It's the Android Bay on uh, YouTube. Um, of course, uh, you'll be able to like and subscribe and support the channel. It'll always be appreciated. I am your host, TK Bay, and I'm going through all of this introduction primarily for anybody new to find, uh, finding out our show. And of course, for everybody that's hanging out with us, uh, of course, thank you very much for hanging out with us for another episode. Uh, this episode is special because of the fact that it is a 100th episode. This is a major milestone for me hitting a show for that many episodes. Uh, luckily, we were able to do it right about a couple of weeks before the, uh, Christmas, which kind of also coincides with a nice little celebration giveaway that we're going to be doing on the show. Um, so with that being said, I do want to say good morning to Matt Tyler, our man, the myth, uh, um, purposely gaming, actually showcasing under purposely gaming in here uh, with us. Uh, this is Matt Tyler. Uh, he's also one of the mods on the channel. If you guys are not familiar with him, uh, make sure to check out his new gaming channel, Purposely Pixel. Sorry, Purposely uh, Gaming, uh, which is in association or collaboration with Purposely Pixel. And of course, uh, Zen, thank you very much. Jimmy Fire Dragon, thank you for joining us. Chimmy is in there as well. ER1980, Ibrahim, good morning. Sabaho. Uh, and of course, everybody hanging out with us here, uh, just kind of kicking it on Saturday morning. Let's talk what's going on. One of the other things I also loved about the fact that this is episode 100 with the new transition is we're also going to have a little bit more structured type of, a, I would say, a guideline of what we can basically go through in the show. Um, this is a little bit borrowing from Juan Carlos' uh, podcast where he has basically uh, housekeeping, tech talk, and a whole bunch of different things. And I like to kind of follow the same structure so that we can actually kind of um, have a little bit more organized, maybe a bit easier to actually navigate as well. Um, but it also, again, focusing mostly on Android and talking about what's going on. Um, Zen phot uh, Photography is in there as well. Um, and of course, yeah, ER in, in there. And hopefully we'll see some more people joining us. Um, I'll start off, obviously, we're going to break it up with tech news, what's going on this week, what are some of the major news um, kind of conversations going on, at least as it relates to Android for us. A couple of major updates, a couple of major uh, announcements that were done for devices, specifically the Z Flip 3, the Z Fold 3, and of course, OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro devices received Android 12 officially as a full build, uh, and that was pushed out to devices. But the biggest news that was going on this week was the fact that it actually got pulled not so long after it was actually pushed due to some issues and some um, concerns from users that were having it. So what I was talking basically about is Android 12 with One UI 4.0, not the beta, the full version of One UI 4.0 for the Z Fold 3 and the Z and the Z Flip 3 was pushed out earlier this week. If you download it and you install it, you probably started noticing some hiccups in the UI elements, some things shifting, some things crashing in there. And Samsung has actually acknowledged the fact that this is an issue and they went ahead and pulled the update uh, until they're able to basically fix it and push a, a correct version of it. Now, 
I don't know how that's going to basically affect people that are already on the update since I was able to download it and install it on my Z Fold 3. So I'm hoping it'll be a new build number that is further down the line. And it's not a re-release of it. So therefore, it fixes any problems with anybody that already has it. So that's one of my concerns, and we'll have to see how that kind of goes. Uh, the other thing that also kind of went on, which seems to be a lot of controversy going on, which I do not understand why there seems to be such a divide between the two. Uh, it seems like ColorOS 12, or at least, sorry, the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro received their updates. So the brand new devices, I mean, they're not brand new, they're relatively about almost a year. But essentially is their 2021, sorry, 2021 flagship from OnePlus, the 9 and 9 Pro received Android 12 in the form of... And I'm not trying to make light of it, but it was Android 12 with basically Oxygen OS 12 based on Android 12, the way it was represented in Color OS 12, which is ultimately based on Android 12 from Google. So if you really look at it, essentially it's a, a modded or a skinned version of Color OS 12 with customizations made for OnePlus devices. And for that reason, we seem to be somewhat split. And we're seeing a lot of people being on one side saying, you know, OnePlus is not there anymore. The, uh, you know, Oxygen OS is dead. At the end of the day, for the most part, if we really look at it, OnePlus is trying to do what it what it feels is the best for its future as well as for its users. They're not trying to hodgepodge and put together things that don't make sense. Although I understand and I definitely empathize with um, anybody that feels that, you know, the, the concern of basically they're leaving their core message, they're departing, they're no longer essentially an intent, their own brand. They're now kind of like a sub-brand of, of Oppo. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that one as well. Um, so ER, sorry, so Brahim, ER1980, for all of those OnePlus fans who are upset about the change of the software experience with the Android 12 update, um, apart from Google Pixel experience, don't forget that there's also Sony's stock experience. No, absolutely. We still haven't seen how Sony's approach is going to be um, as to Android 12, right? We we now, as far as we know right now, um, the uh, Xperia 1 Mark III, which, uh, by the way, if you guys haven't had a chance to check out. So I posted this picture earlier today on my Instagram. I got my Extreme Skins. Um, which, by the way, thank you very much for to Extreme Skins for sending me these uh, these skins as well as providing us with a code. There's a link in the description below if you'd like to save 10% on your order. Use TK Bay at Extreme Skins. You can get customized uh, skins done for your devices. So they sent me some for the Xperia One Mark III, and of course they sent me one for the Pixel Six Pro. So we'll install the Six Pro together, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, but that's true. I mean, the reality is Android 12. I mean, okay, we're at the end of 2021. And it seems to be that there is a number of companies that are racing to try to release Android 12 as fast as they can. So Google released their version with you know, Material U. We all saw that on Pixel devices, the Pixel 6 Pro launched with it, and the 6 as well. And then, of course, what we saw after that is we saw ColorOS announcement, OnePlus announcement, uh, you know, and of course, we have uh, One UI announcement. They had their betas. It's been a couple of months now, and of course, now we're seeing them being released. So Samsung's having some issues. I can, I can also attest to the fact that even on my S21 Ultra, the One UI 4.0 has some janky um, UI element issues. It's not a software thing. It's a UI element, and it may require a reset. So something to keep in mind there when we start looking at, you know, is OnePlus dead or whatever, look at it from the sense of where we are. The brand that we fell in love with back in the day when OnePlus was the flagship killer, that's when we, they were such a small company and they were trying to build up hype around their brand, providing us a great bang for the buck experience, the OnePlus 1, the OnePlus 2, and then start going on from there. Everything has been going on on a consistent path minor small updates year over year with a minor price bump. So we saw that and we saw that path and we knew at some point or another that there is going to be a situation where they're going to change. Now, I pushed out a video earlier this week or actually, sorry, not earlier, last uh, yesterday, where we talked about the fact about, you know, 
oxygen, you know, oxygen OS 12 based on color OS 12. Let's talk why. And the reality behind that is OnePlus, this is not OnePlus's first UI element change. You have to remember last year and what they did from Android 11, sorry, 10 to 11. That was also a big change. A lot of people weren't happy about it. It wasn't based on color OS, and this was before they started to synergize their development side um, on the software side for OnePlus and Oppo. This was basically OnePlus just evolutionary upgrading their UI element. They're going away from their stock look experience. And this is technically iteration two, which is why I don't understand people are so upset about that. I think the biggest thing on this obviously is it's that loyalty, it's that feeling that your best friend, your brand that you really trusted and loved is basically changing. And the reality is they're not necessarily changing, but more so evolving. And that's where we need to kind of focus the experience on and just look at what they're offering us with the new ColorOS option in the background. ColorOS as a brand or as a software is no longer what we mostly know them to be. If you haven't upgraded or if you haven't purchased a ColorOS or a Oppo device within the last year or so, you're probably still using earlier generations of ColorOS, like 7, 6, and anything before then. And those were definitely a very different experience than what we have right now with ColorOS 11 or ColorOS 12. I'm not trying to say that this is something that should happen. I'm just explaining that at least as a base to go from ColorOS 12, it's actually not a bad place to start and understand that some of the changes that we're getting there are minor in the UI or at least the UI UX experience. They're keeping a lot of their core experiences the same. So for sure, let me let me just go ahead and kind of uh, re relook. Uh, yeah, so again, the regular Google Pixel 6 is $599, um, still, uh, uh, it basically stole the moniker, just saying, <laughs> your brain. It is a very interesting experience if you look at it, right? The the approach that Google did in 2021 was a very OnePlus approach, which is really like the moment I saw that, I'm mean, like, they pulled the they pulled a page from OnePlus's book. They went and released their best tiered devices using their Tensor uh, processor, and they released them with both uh, being undersold or underpriced from everything else on the market. So $599 for the entry Pixel 6, it's actually ridiculous for the fact that it actually runs 95% of the experience that you get with the, 6, with the 6 Pro, minus obviously the higher refresh rate, the bigger battery, as well as the fact that we have a third, well, the primary uh, telephoto lens that's actually present there as opposed to a digital crop, which is what we get on the Pixel 6. And I think it's still a great start. It's a great experience for anybody looking to get into Google services, into the Google ecosystem, using some of the best benefits that Tensor has to offer. And again, starts at 599. It's crazy because it's closer to what they were releasing last year's processor, which was running a Snapdragon processor. So things to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, it, it is one of those things I always feel like, you know, how do we, how, how is it that we don't have all of the, uh, you know, people like understanding and looking at it from a different point of view. So those are big things. But the reason why they're in the news, obviously from a long story long here conversation, since we're still in the tech block, um, is the fact that actually OnePlus did end up pulling the update for uh, for OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro because they did hear of the issues or some of the concerns of uh, some rec some commenters and some reviewers were putting out. So OnePlus is holding back. Now, I was able to get it installed on mine before they pulled it. So I'm running the actual version fully on mine. But some of the hiccups, if you watched the video from yesterday, you'll notice is I don't have the, uh, the Snapdragon 888 anymore on my phone. It's been swapped in this update to feature the Snapdragon 855, a great chipset, uh, mind you, with 5G support, uh, which wasn't available at the time on most OnePlus devices in the 855 other than the uh, McLaren edition. But that was partially one of the things. Obviously, there seemed to be 
in unfinished. Maybe the, the, the update wasn't fully, you know, vetted out. And some people got this and some people didn't. Juan Carlos um, over um, on the channel, I think on Thursday, when we talked about the best of our week during that podcast, um, he shared that he ha his device says the Snapdragon 888, which what which is what's inside of my phone as well. And then, of course, we have some new optimization. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check out the video. Um, it's on the TK Bay channel, not on the Android Bay. Android Bay is going to be primarily podcasts and maybe shorts here or there, uh, depending on how things are going. But for the most part, this is the home of the podcast um, on YouTube, uh, at least. So let's uh, let's jump in real quick. I think I saw a couple of comments. Dominic Juan is in there. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Um, I see uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Hey, man, uh, I think or you guys were talking back. And then um, so here we have uh, Sarvan jumping back. Sabaho TK. Sabaho. Hope you're doing well. Um, all the people in India are very frustrated with OnePlus. Many people bought only the uh, the Oxygen OS uh, version. Oxygen OS 12, uh, mediocre update. Uh, uh, at least they keep their uh, the promise on bootloader on clock, unlocking options. So that's that's the part that I want to make sure that we still haven't lost that part. Although it seems like the bootloader, if you actually get a chance to jump into the bootloader on your OnePlus 9 or 9 Pro, you seem to be noticing that the, the, I think it was a clear cache is no longer available in there. And I'm hoping that that's going to come back as part of the fix that they're going to push. So OnePlus pulled the update, they're fixing it, and they're going to be pushing it up again. And I hope that they exactly do the exact same thing that I'm hoping for, for Samsung devices. And that's releasing it with a newer build number so that it actually pushes the update even to people that receive the update. Because I'd like to be able to at least have my phone say that it runs the 888. Um, the camera application definitely looks like it's been copied over and modded over from ColorOS. Um, the three-finger gesture, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. This is something that came straight from ColorOS, and that's the ability of taking a screenshot by holding three fingers on the screen and then swiping it down. I think it's more, more so about the fact that the transition wasn't as smooth as it should have been. Um, we saw Nord 2. If you have a Nord 2 device, if you picked up a Nord 2, you know that Nord 2 launched with a custom version of Android 12 or Android 11 that was running based on uh, ColorOS 11 for OnePlus devices. If you're in China or in markets where Hydrogen OS used to be a thing, um, you know that Cox, uh, ColorOS took over those devices and they've been updated to run ColorOS fully, not even a Oxygen OS version. It just now runs a ColorOS in that market. So we knew things were coming. I understand and I, and I definitely empathize with the frustration. Don't get me wrong. For the most part, most people that use OnePlus devices are very much true hardcore fans and they know and they live with this device or this ecosystem for some time. And this is yet another transition that I think we just need to hold hold with it a little bit. And, and I, I, my thing is about it is it's going off of a great start. ColorOS is actually not a bad OS to start from. But we need to actually wait for them a little bit to fix things. This is typical to OnePlus. Buggy updates are things that they do, and we need, just need to give them a little bit of time to fix it. Um, I, again, but I wish they would have had all of these bugs figured out in their beta since they did have a public beta, and people could download and install um, their you know, Oxygen OS 12 in its beta form. Uh, it's just little things like this uh, is what I feel like it's causing people to feel a little bit, um, a little bit, uh, step back a little bit and kind of measure the performance that we're getting there. But I, I'm with you, Sarvan. Uh, it is it definitely a very big thing. We fell in love with the UI element, the experience that OnePlus device gave us. Smooth, fast, reliable, uh, great memory management, and notification systems that don't necessarily work all the time because of their memory management, their battery life extension. Um, but I also like the fact that, you know, and Juan and I talked about this on Thursday, we now actually have a performance mode built into OnePlus devices so that you're able to actually make, uh, kind of like... Um, 
a gear configuration where you know you can turn on the full power of the OnePlus 9 Pro and of course get the full power of the 888 and then do everything you want. And of course that comes at, at the cost of battery. Although keep in mind, you can still charge that device in about 36 minutes. It has a, one of the fastest charging tech on the market when it comes to wire charging with the warp 65 watts. So again, it is something I think is right now is hitting us pretty big, but if you live with a OnePlus, I feel like some of these things are not going to be as bad. We just need to understand some of the new changes, and I wish there was a an easier way for, for most OnePlus users to understand the new benefits that they're getting with the ColorOS update. Um, let's go ahead and double check here. Steve DeRoche, hey man, good morning. Um, uh, I've yet to play around with a OnePlus device, but um, I'll be happy. I'd be unhappy if I'd purchase uh, purchased it for the AOSP style UI and the new Android 12 uh, update uh, ends up basically with me UI style. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm totally with you. It's like buying a car and suddenly you know <laughs> you you bought a Toyota and then two days later you have uh, another company's UI element. The update that we have here is visually changed. But if you use a custom launcher, none of that affects. For me, on my OnePlus 9 Pro, I use Nova Prime. So the update, for the most part, didn't really change my home screen. The only big difference that I noticed is that the shelf is no longer on the left. And it's actually now is a drop-down swipe from the top right edge of the screen. And if I don't go there, if I just swipe in the middle, which is what I typically do, I don't even get access to the shelf because it doesn't show up there. That's the biggest thing that you have to kind of like adjust to. I'm with everybody on this, and again, I do I do understand, and I realize the fact that a lot of us are saying things and a lot of us are talking about it, but at the end of the day, it's going to end up becoming what is the best for OnePlus to survive and to thrive. And right now, a better relationship with Oppo is the best way for them. And honestly, at, to a certain extent, I think that this is something that they've been doing for some time. One thing you probably have not noticed, so here both, this is the uh, Find X3 Pro, the OnePlus 9 Pro. Both of these devices, with the exception of the fact that obviously the camera stack on the back is very different, um, are running, for the most part, the exact same panel. We're talking about the same QHD, 120 hertz refresh rate, same color science, and of course, same punch hole camera presence in the same spot. I'm using the same glass protector that I bought for the OnePlus 9 Pro to the Find X3 Pro. This is something that we noticed last year as well with the Find X2 Pro and the OnePlus 8 Pro. It's not new. So we are going to get through this. Let's just say that. And we are going to be able to enjoy our devices again. I think this is just a blip in time. And I think at this point, we just need to understand that the benefits will outweigh the change. And it is a new version of a color OS as well as a new version of Oxygen OS. And we'll have to move with that one as well. Uh, let me just jump in real quick here. Uh, I'm loving my Pixel 6 Pro. Okay, so here, uh, so um, <laughs> Matt's jumping in with, I'm loving my Pixel 6 Pro and my Xperia 1 Mark II. Both perform really, really well and with great battery life. So Absolutely. The 6 Pro is, at least in my experience, still a very much a champ when it comes down to performance and everything we need on a daily basis and performance overall in cameras and video and so on. Um, I will say, though, um, with the Xperia 1 Mark III, since mine is a little bit more um, like I think it's the next generation from there. Um, it's definitely very nice to see that we're getting a lot of functional options. I did get a chance to, while I was at the Tech Summit last week, to play around with the Xperia 1 Pro I, sorry, the Xperia Pro I. Um, but the full kit with Mr. Fisher, in which, by the way, I think he dropped his video not that long ago, and you can see me take a picture of the thing, like as if I just found a unicorn. Uh, but you can definitely see the excitement on my face of seeing the Xperia Pro I and how much I really like that device. Um, I did try the display on my Xperia 1 Mark III, but unfortunately, it doesn't work. And it actually doesn't recognize it, even though I have Video Pro, which is the app that uses it. And by the way, Camera Pro also uses uh, the display in the back. 
and I wasn't able to actually get the camera display to, to run with the rear display. So I'm hoping Android 12 fixes that and it makes that display compatible with more devices. But I believe it or not, I'm still actually kind of curious. The Xperia 5 Mark III, I think if I'm not mistaken, C4E Tech um, put out a video about it. And I think they bought it from, a, from another site. But the long story short is still don't have any reference to this. The end of 2021 is here. It was announced earlier. It was supposed to come out in the summer. I'm hoping we still get access to the Xperia 5 Mark III here in the US. Um, I know in some areas in the world, they already have it. So I, again, I'm I'm waiting and I've reached out and I've tried sending messages. I have no news yet, no update. But um, again, I'm hoping last minute surprise kind of thing. Sony kind of puts out, puts out a news saying, hey, it's available on the side. You can go pick it up there kind of a thing. But yeah, let's double check here and see you keep going here. Um, Oh, by the way, I do want to say this. Um, happy birthday to, um, sorry, Matt's daughter. Um, it's her birthday today. I know it's a little bit late. Hopefully she's having a great night. Uh, but definitely, definitely thank you very much for Matt and for Aditya um, and, uh, you know, just Johiki as well for, for helping with the mod support here on the channel. Um, both phones have their own camera perks. Always, always. Uh, Jimmy Fine, uh, so hey, uh, Jay Williams, I think, um, Jimmy Fine, I think the OnePlus, the 9 Pro said that it had the 855 instead of the 888. So yes, um, I don't know if I can show this on camera. I'm hoping Sony will be, I'm hoping uh, my Sony camera will will focus. That That's my biggest thing. It's not about the, the, the effect here. So about, actually, you know what? I can do this. We'll do it this way. Let's do this here and switch over. Um, so what we're talking about is right there. You notice right there when it says processor, the Snapdragon 855 octa-core. This is the OnePlus 9 Pro. And again, it, that's the bug. It, it's it's not changed. It still works. Uh, it is something that you just need to be aware of where it is. Um, so yeah, for sure, this definitely can be fixed. It's a software thing. Um, I don't want to actually go in there and edit the build prop just to kind of get it to say the Snapdragon 888, which by the way is where the problem is going in. Uh, but I'll go ahead and make sure to get, yeah, it'll be part of the update in there. Sarvan jumping back in, Sabah Tige. I'd say that in the story, in fact, majority of people are frustrated with OnePlus uh, regarding the Oxygen OS. Many people in India bought only for Oxygen OS. They can't dis uh, digest Ox uh, Oppo, or basically the uh, the Oppo from enthusiast um, to to, con uh, to conjure. I, I'm okay, so maybe I'm missing something because I don't really understand. I'll say there's maybe I'll step one. Well, I'll take one step back. I've used OnePlus devices since the beginning, since the original OnePlus, and every single generation of OnePlus devices I've purchased and I've used. Um, I've had a few, obviously, within the last few years, being sent to me from OnePlus for review. So I've had enough experience with OnePlus devices to actually say that I've been there since the beginning. I actually have a OnePlus Two sitting on the wall right there as one of my wall memorabilia is in there. The Oxygen OS experience for me is the Find X. I think it was the Find Seven. And I want to, and I want, I don't want to be. It's not the Find X, but it was a Find Seven. It was an earlier generation of Oxygen OS, and I also used it on the uh, the 10X Zoom, the uh, the Reno 10X Zoom, and I also have used many Oppo devices over the last few years. The experience for both of them are definitely very different. OnePlus is very much stock experience, very minimalistic in uh, in design aesthetics, and they try not to be too flashy. And you're getting much, a very fast EUI experience overall. Like the device ran faster than any other device, even though it ran similar hardware as some of the other flagships on the market. ColorOS from Android 11 on has shifted their approach to mirror the speed that OnePlus has been doing. And this is where I look at them as far as why I'm not necessarily very, I'll take that back. I'm not, I'm not surprised that this happened. 
I'm more concerned or I'm more uh, I'm more uh, looking forward and, and, and curious to see what they are going to do going forward. This is the initial build. This is the initial transition of um, Oxygen OS and OnePlus. Is it ever going to be where Oxygen OS and sorry, Color OS takes over Oxygen OS and we no longer have Oxygen OS? I don't think so. I think OnePlus, for the most part, has a very strong presence across the, uh, the globe in the Asian market, in the US market, as well as in the European market. It behooves Oppo to support that brand and make sure that it thrives and it grows. There's no reason for them to rebrand OnePlus into Oppo devices and just suddenly kind of it uh, basically absorbed the company. The company is so big that they actually kind of compete with each other in certain markets. So I'm totally with you. The Oxygen OS uh, change is a is a difference. But I really always would love to explain is remember, 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 they did the same thing to us last year with Android 10 to Android 11. We had the same change and we were all on the same thing. We were not very happy with the way they went. They started to leave the stock Android experience. Every OEM now has their own version of a skin on top of uh, Android. Even Google has it with Material U. That's pretty much the big one of the biggest thing they did with the with the, uh, the here with the uh, Pixel 6 Pro and the Pixel 6, as well as any other Pixel that picked it up. They now have Material U as part of their ecosystem. So I, I really think we need to give them a little bit of time to figure out what they need to do and how they're going to move forward. But the unique characteristics that we had in Oxygen OS are still here. We're just getting some new updates from there. But I, I understand it's 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 a relationship that we've had with this brand for many, many years. This is not something that you just started. You bought into OnePlus because of this experience. Um, again, I do hope that the bootloader experience does stay the same. We do not have any 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 change of heart there. Um, in the US, though, just for reference for everybody else, we have two flavors of OnePlus. There is the unlocked model of OnePlus, which is typically what I am referencing and whatever I'm using with a OnePlus device. And that's usually the dual SIM unlocked model that is available for purchase directly through OnePlus' site or even through Amazon. So just for the US market. Uh, but there is a second version of OnePlus, which is the branded OnePlus relationship with carriers like OnePlus with uh, T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon, those devices that work on those carriers devices. Those are typically a single SIM device that is slightly modified with a locked bootloader, which is different than what we have on unlocked models. So we still have to kind of see how those experiences go. I don't think those are going to be receiving the update as fast as some of us, because again, this has to go through the carriers. And, and less in my experience, I would say T-Mobile has to approve this version of it to, for it to run. So I'm, again, I, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm defending one side or the other. I'm more so trying to approach or at least focus on, I think it's a transition point. I really don't think this is the end of one thing and start of something else. It's a transition point where they're both starting to work together and we need to see how they're going to focus. This is how you judge the performance of a company. It's by how they perform and how do they go forward. Their update cycle, the process of updates, how 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 fast are they able to, you know, to not only identify but also eliminate bugs. Those are the things we need to worry about and how fast are we going to start getting updates? In 2021, we did not receive a 9T or a, a series of uh, you know OnePlus devices. We only have the 9 and the 9 Pro. So what was released earlier in the year, and now I have to kind of find it, the 9 Pro is still their flagship, and this should have been much better. That part, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I think the experience should be much smoother, and we shouldn't be having these little hiccups here and there. Um, sorry, I think I'm a little bit behind on the comments again. Uh, my question, uh, sorry, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, uh, Sarvan. 
um, okay, 1980, uh, sorry, uh, ER, Ibrahim saying is, um, I have to say, after using my Pixel 6 Pro for 10 days, my battery life is definitely way better uh, than the Pixel 4 XL. Also, the Pixel uh, the Pixel uh, drop uh, for Android 6 series phones uh, is coming Monday as well. So that's going to be coming on the 13th, if I'm not mistaken. Today is what, the 11th, 12th, 13th? Yeah. So um, they're going to be dropping. We saw some new updates and there's some new fixes. I'm actually looking forward to seeing some of the new modes that they added in there. But at the end of the day, what we're looking at essentially is what Google's really focused on and built on. It's a series of devices that not only work great, but they get better over time with new feature drops. And of course, um, every Monday or every first Tuesday of the month, we everybody knows they get an update and the security patch update is up to date to the existing month, which is crazy, but it is something you appreciate when you go over to Pixel. And I think that's starting to build up the value of why you'd go and pick up a, sm a smartphone made by Google over other brands in the market. You know exactly what you're getting, the computational photography, the camera stack on the back, Minus the camera uh, bump on the back, which I think I need to install one of the ones. So they they included three skins for me. This is uh, the extreme skin one that they sent. Uh, there's three skins. One of them is wood, and I think the other one is uh, more of a matte finish. Let me show you guys what it looks like. This is actually very happy because I've been waiting for the package <laughs> to show up for some time. So uh, we could see it right there. So here, there's the... The one, two, and three, you can see here, they, they have the camera cover for every single one of them. I like this one, actually. It's a nice little wood finish, and it looks really nice. So we'll install this one on the phone today. But let's real quick kind of get back on the track. Hey, Greg is in the chat. Good morning, Greg. Hope you're doing well. Um, oops, let me see here. Uh, let me see. <laughs> yeah, working. Uh, uh, Color OS is working uh, okay, but not 5G. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm wondering which version, because for me, I was able to pick up fi uh, 5G on mine. Uh, and I think you're probably talking about, well, actually, Greg, let me know which 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 version of the phone or which phone are you referring to when you're getting that one? Hamad is in there. OnePlus has lost its identity. So that's actually maybe not a bad this, uh, comment to say. It has lost the original flagship killer identity. Now they're pretty much going into the flagship experience. OnePlus, at least in the US, when you go into a store to see them, most people don't know the history of how they got to the store and how they became the brand that, you know, different carriers are working with and how different, you know, Best Buy stores or, you know, T-Mobile and so on stores carry them in there. So the relationship is different. There's two different users. There's us, the people that have lived with OnePlus for so long. And it is a little bit different. You're right. The, the flagship killer is no longer something that they're using. They're not trying to shoot for that. They're trying to go for more... Um, great features, not so expensive, but also still focused on a core experience. And they keep doing as much as they can to improve it. That hasn't changed. That's something that's still there. Year over year, they give us a slightly better improvement uh, experience on the smartphone. And they're trying to do that as much as possible. The 9 and the 9 Pro in the US are literally the, uh, with that, I mean, regardless of the fact that they're the latest versions of OnePlus devices, they're literally the best versions of, their, of these devices that they ever released. The 9 in the US has wireless charging, which is something that doesn't exist in the international market. That was also something new unique. But you're also looking there that they kept the same processor. They also have the same uh, camera setup for the most part. Uh, you got the wireless charging. You have the flat display, which is, I think, a lot of people appreciate. But it, I, I really want to emphasize on this. They are focusing to move forward and improve and get better and become a bigger company. We knew this was all ultimately going to be coming. We can't really ignore the fact that when we look at them every year, slightly edging pricing goes up a little bit, up a little bit, up a little bit. Every year we get new features, new features, new features. We had to have known that this was going to be the ultimate goal of where they want to go. 
So let's approach it with that approach. And I think, like I said, we just need to kind of work with it and see how it improves and how it goes on as time goes on. But I, I'm, I'm with you. Hamad, I, I, like I said, when I got the first update, I was very, I won't deny that I was surprised as to the level of ColorOS presence that was there. But once I got over that part, I started to see it like, oh, okay, I like this. I, uh, this is the this cool feature that was on OnePlus, on Oxygen OS, uh, on ColorOS, sorry, did come over to, uh, to Oxygen OS. That performance mode that we have in there, where last year OnePlus, which is another thing, I mean, OnePlus is always in the news. But OnePlus last year had uh, a lot of coverage, a lot of talk around the fact that they were throttling certain experiences on their on their phones to be able to better improve the uh, battery, but also basically uh, to improve the, ther the thermal throttling of, not improve it, but thermal throttling to improve the experience on their devices to allow things to run on the maybe the performance course or the more the battery saving course on the 888. That was a big news in there. And then at the end of the day, I think Juan Carlos and myself kind of talked about it many times. But you know, we always wanted control over that. Give us a toggle to be able to say, look, I want to run my device at about basically you know, 80 to 90% experience. While the 888 is way overpowered, just be honest with each other, this is a Lamborghini inside of a phone. It could do so much more than what we need from it. Even at a throttle point, even with one hand tied behind its back, it still performs better than some of the other devices on the market. But they didn't give us control. One feature that this does actually come from ColorOS, which I think we're going to appreciate a lot, is performance mode. The ability of full on turning on basically every single feature you want, basically run the system at its fullest potential uh, by turning on performance mode. That's something that I think most OnePlus devices or more, most more OnePlus uh, most um, sorry more OnePlus users are going to appreciate much more than what we have had in the past. So we have to understand it's not all you know you know color OS's kind of things but keep in mind they do have some benefits they have some tricks up their sleeve that oneplus hasn't been implementing uh hasn't even tried copying in the past so i want to see better color science better color a better image uh, performance on uh, oneplus devices because oppo's actually been performing much better in that market for for years now and i've been wondering is why is it not something that has been transitioned transitioned over and we're starting to see that now so again uh, we need to kind of understand that there's that initial shock, but we also need to kind of see what do we do after that? Because I don't think anybody's going to be throwing their phone out just because it got, got, you know, the new update. We need to figure out what to do and how is this going to be something that we can work with or is it a deal breaker, right? Um, let me see here. And I want to say I may have missed a couple of questions. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Dominic, okay, so I think there was Dominic and ER talking to each other. Uh, Vasticos is in there. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. In my opinion, apart from the bugs and the software, it's not a as, as big of a deal. It's just something to get used to. So Vasticos, I'm with you on that one. It, it really is something that we need to kind of, again, I'm not trying to say let's ignore it. I'm not saying let's just, you know, act like it never happened. But it's something that I think we really need to kind of like, okay, it's here. We understand. And let's just see what comes up after that. And I don't think it's as bad as most of us are concerned because it's it's not literally the end of the uh, the end of an era. It's a slow transition that OnePlus has been taking us on since the beginning. But we've always hoped that there is kind of at one point that they would probably stop. And the reality is, no, OnePlus is going to try to do the best that they can to evolve and expand the company. And of course, do better as any company wants to do. Um, as the team grew from originally from Carl Pei and uh, Pete Lau is basically the small company that it used to be. That was the goal. That was their future. That was the thing that they wanted to do. And, you know, Carl Pei moved on and now he's obviously with nothing. And then we have Pete Lau that moved back to uh, to Oppo. So those are things that you have to kind of keep in mind. Like this is the relationships that you're looking into. This is something that we've seen in the in the making. 
and I honestly, I think it's going to benefit us in, a, in many, many ways, at least in the market that where you're looking to pick up a phone that is a, either a OnePlus or an Oppo. Most people won't buy both, right? Most people either buy an Oppo or they buy a OnePlus. On the flagship side, they're also very much very different. Oppo has this massive, um, sorry, let's just do this correctly. I take this case because their carbon fiber case is kind of like very, very nicely uh, connected there. Uh, let's see here. And let's try it. Okay. So we have this nice, oh man, fingerprints. <laughs> fingerprints. Okay, let's do this again. Uh, very mirror finish uh, camera stack on the back. Very nice uh, experimental experience here. Very different than what we saw with the one with the Find X2 Pro last year. And again, very different than what we saw with the Find X2, uh, the Find X Pro earlier before then. Oppo does a lot of experimentation, and that's the beauty of it. OnePlus is very consistent. This is the biggest thing that we loved about them. It's the fact that we knew roughly every year how the new generation of OnePlus devices will feature. We know at the beginning of the year, we got the flagships. We got the base benefit of everything that we've seen years before, included in the 9 and the 9 Pro. The T-Series always included something new, either a new charging technology, a new camera system, a new display technology. And that ended up becoming the new benefit into the next series of OnePlus devices. It was an equation that we could depend on. This is exactly what we wanted from OnePlus. And they haven't really strayed off from that. This is exactly what they've been doing, and they've done this before. Again, 10 to 11 on Android, the exact same experience we saw last year. They shifted away from the experience, and a lot of people were concerned. But we lived with it. We still liked it. I think the fact that we're seeing the name ColorOS has given us that little bit of a shift. But at the end of the day, I think OnePlus is not losing its identity. It's evolving to become a better product for us in the future. Uh, and they're still going to focus on features. I'm hoping that they're still going to give us new features, and they're not just going to copy ColorOS, which I know a lot of us are concerned. Aditya, man, our Mr. Cumberbatch of the channel. Hope you're doing well. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Sabaho, and hope you're doing well, my friend. Um, Aditya is also one of the other mods on the channel for comments. If you guys are, are not familiar, uh, he's been one of the mods on my channel as well, on the TK Bay channel. And him and Matt kind of, uh, were gracious enough to help out with the new channel, which I'm really, really appreciated. And I think we'd, we're, we're in good company. We're in good company. Um, Sarvan coming back with uh, many people are many people are saying that ColorOS is great, but they will rather buy Oppo, which is a which was which has better camera or cheaper uh, Realme instead of uh, OnePlus devices. So there is a little bit of a, okay. So there is a little bit of overlapping between the two. You you have you have a very good point. If you like Oppo devices, you're probably going to be sticking with Oppo. OnePlus right now has Nord, and Nord doesn't really compete well with the way Realme is. Like, Realme is actually a very good, very solid performer. And within the last few months or so, I've had I've had access and I've had my hands on. Um, uh, <laughs> I love I love how Sarvan kind of threw that in there. Okay, so um, the the box obviously just to kind of reference for you guys, uh, this is the box that and hey Sony likes to work. So the phone that I showed in the thumbnail, which I I purposely obviously blurred out is the the realme neo gt and now it doesn't work okay so here's the realme neo G, neo 2 the gt neo 2 okay that very long name kind of going in and, and giving us a whole bunch of stuff so this is obviously that's going to be the phone that we're going to talk about for the giveaway it's a brand new phone realme was gracious enough to send me separately a separate phone uh, they sent me one which is the one i'm using and um and i did use that one for the thumbnail um, and then there was another exact, well, not exact, but uh, there's a, basically a, another Realme GT running the Snapdragon 870 5G, 120 hertz, 6.67 inch display, 65 watt dark charging, obviously very fast stainless steel, uh, vapor cooling system as well. And of course, 5G. So depending on the area that you're in, Europe, I think in Asia, most more than likely will have that support in there. 
but I'm with you on the on the experience. I think this is why I'm, I was concerned where you're looking at it. If you are a OnePlus fan, you're going to probably going to go for a OnePlus. That's the message that I feel like they're going with. And it's different than what Oppo has been putting out before. Oppo has a lot of mid-range devices and has a lot of flagship devices. So we have the experimental flagship experiences, but for the most part, Oppo focuses on the Air A series uh, devices, things that are a little bit more budget friendly, which I feel like personally, if I have to kind of put them head to head, are still better than the Nord experience that we get in the US, like the N10 and the N200. Um, but I, I don't think is as the same level as what we got with, uh, the, let's say, the Nord 2, which was running the MediaTek 1200. And that's more like a Reno on the OnePlus, uh, on the Oppo side. So there are some overlaps. I'm with you. Uh, but at the end of the day, there is still a slight difference in approach to uh, camera mechanics. I'm just hoping Oppo's approach to camera processing comes over. OnePlus devices, which I still see here, which is, I don't, I, this was a new feature. Well, sorry. This was a feature that surprised me a little bit. OnePlus devices can shoot, uh, can shoot 4K and 8K video at 8, 8K at 30 frames per second and 4K at 120 frames per second. The same comparable device on Oppo's side, the OnePlus, uh, sorry, the Oppo Find X3 Pro, 4K 60 frames per second is the best. It doesn't do 120 and it doesn't do 8K. So there, there are some things that I think Oppo still is going to focus. So if you want that 4K 120, if you want to get 8K recording, I think OnePlus is still going to be the company that you're going to go with, and it's not really going to be a big change between the two. So something to keep in mind, I still feel like the brands are still holding to their own experiences with somewhat of a unified experience. But it is that initial shock. If you're not running a custom launcher, you're going to see the new icons, you're going to see the new gestures, um, and it, it may be a little bit of an adjustment period. But I feel like it's going to be something we can move forward with. Um, let me see here. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Uh, world, world first when it comes to the updates. Uh, always, always have to see how it goes there. Da, da, da. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Finn Jacobs, thank you. Hey, man. Um, so, one of the other things that I did kind of chance to mention to earlier, yeah, the Android, the One UI update for Fold 3 did get pulled back. They are having problems with it. It obviously, they're trying to. And I don't know if it's a rush. I don't know why people, why companies are trying to hit that. We released it in 2021 type type of a thing before making sure it's fully baked. But let's just look at it from that sense. If you do though, if you do end up having a full three, which I do, which is one of the things that I have to kind of, the reason why I'm kind of concerned about this right now is Juan and I, uh, Juan Carlos, uh, myself and I, uh, okay, I just made three people there. Juan and I are going to be doing a swap or a uh, an experience, uh, basically doing a, a phone swap like we did last year. And my hope was to actually get him some time with the Fold 3. And the Fold 3 right now has some issues. So I'm not sure if it's something that he's going to want to play with. And if he does, I'll make sure, obviously, to reset it. And hopefully that, that fixes most of the concerns. Uh, but we'll have to see how that kind of goes with his experience and how that works there. And again, they pulled that update as well. So both OnePlus and Samsung are pulling. They didn't pull the update for the S21 Ultra, although I'm hoping it, it's getting better as they get updates. They did push an update to that one as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. Of course. Uh, DTA, the man. <laughs> uh, Donald, Donald Lozino is in there. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Uh, my LG V60 says Android 12 update. I clicked on it and then uh, and then it went away. Uh, nothing happened after any idea. Um, the only thing I can probably say is if they were pushing out the update, you probably got it maybe clicked on the on the server and it shows it in there. I 
there's a couple of things you could do. You could probably try to restart the device or clear cache or clear cache or the uh, update app, not uh, the whole system, and then see if that fixes the problem for you. More than likely, they may have pulled back on it because I haven't been hearing a lot of news on it. So they may be uh, preemptively trying to push it and then they pulled it back before it was pushed out. But that's actually exciting to be able to see. Uh, it, the best thing, at least on your phone, if it is available for your device, I would say is that restart the device. And if that doesn't work, clear the cache for the update app. If that doesn't go through, uh, you can try to play the, the VPN game. I've done that in the past. And then some areas that that works where you're able to jump into a market where it does actually have this update available and it'll push the phone, uh, it'll push the update for your phone. But it's a hit and miss and it's hard to tell which market will get the V60 update first. Um, specifically, if you're running a branded version of it, I'm not sure if yours is a unlocked or is like say a T-Mobile or a version of it that was based on a uh, carrier because that, that adds another layer of delays that could potentially go in there. Uh, so <laughs> I knew Greg was going to bring this up. Uh, so the Nexus 6 is the uh, that one lost device that I haven't been able to find in the studio, which is the weirdest thing ever. But believe it, I, there are sometimes a hard time for me to find a, fi a device. It's just it's a device that I used to have, and I gave it to my mom. She used it for a while, and I got it back. But I put it somewhere, and I just don't remember where. And I always wanted to update that one because it's one of the larger, one of the first stereo speakers devices that uh, Google put out with the Nexus. And it actually is pretty decent as far as the experience. It was, you know, following the experience of larger devices like the Pixel, uh, not the Pixel, like the Nexus, I think was it the Nexus 5 also? That was also a larger one from Huawei. Uh, but yeah, still... I haven't had a chance to spend uh, like a lot of dedicated time looking for it, but as I'm going through every once in a while, I do typically kind of find it. I am going to start doing a little bit more, I'm going to say not cleanup, but necessarily just focusing more on uh, trying to find things and, you know, getting getting rid of things that are a little bit older that probably just should not be here anymore. Um, let me see here real quick. Da, da, da. Dominic is in there. I'm currently being attacked by children. <laughs> Okay, gang, we need to send help to uh, Purposely Gaming. Uh, send as much help as possible. Uh, attacked by children. Hopefully, he's not. Uh, hopefully, he's not down and out, uh, and we'll be able to kind of uh, hang out with him again. Um, okay, Finn's coming back with. Um, it's not bad to move away from stock. I like Oxygen OS 11 better than Oxygen OS 10, and I also like Color OS, but I don't like Oxygen OS being a Color OS skin, and I think that's probably the biggest thing. I think it's when you hear. The words being put in that, which is true, by the way, I'm not trying to say that it's just a formatting of things. It is a little bit hard because I think the way we are looking at it now is Oxygen OS is based on Color OS, which is based on Android 12 or whatever the next version of Android. And it's because of that, I feel like some people are a little bit anxious. I think at some point, this is... I'm hoping it's it doesn't become a big... Well, it doesn't linger with us for too long, but it is a transition point. It's a transition point that I think we need to trust OnePlus that they're able to continue providing us the experiences that we've loved. Um, Finn obviously you know, has gone through the experience there from 10 to 11. That was a change. It wasn't a dramatic change as we see now or what we've seen now, but it was a change nonetheless. It was a big thing for us to kind of adjust to. And, and this one is actually even bigger. Obviously, there shouldn't be any more big changes as far as dramatic changes till we see obviously how things go on further. But we're, we're going to have to, you know, I think at the end of the day, we have to trust that, you know, OnePlus is not trying to tank their their, their market. Uh, they're trying to improve it and build upon it. And that they're, I guess, their collaboration with Oppo on the software for ColorOS 12 was, in, was done intentionally to simplify and make things better for everybody. ColorOS is ColorOS and OnePlus is OnePlus. 
They're not merging the brands. They're I, they're basically trying to synergize their development. And essentially, in many, many ways, it's from a business standpoint. They looked at it and said, look, if we're going to work more together, does it make sense for us to have two separate development team running and updating devices on their own, as opposed to merging them and having them work together with a better workforce to be able to actually support more devices and get the updates running better for more devices? And I think that's what we want to see. But that first update hiccup is making that experience not as, as smooth as it should have been, which I think that's what I think. I wanted it to be more more of a smoothless experience, uh, smooth experience, not smoothless. I don't know why I said that. Joe, hey man, hope, hope you're doing well. Joe's uh, Joe Hickey's in the uh, in the channel. So Joe is purely pixel, and Matt is purely gaming. So you get that kind of experience going on from both sides, and we have uh, we have we have representation from everybody. But hope you're doing well, Joe. I hope you're having a great Saturday. Um, I'm just working from home. I'm just working home, <laughs> working, walking home from work. Well, I hope you had a good day, man. Long, long day. Oh man, I'll see how everybody else is doing here. Okay, so I think, oop, ding, I think, da, da, da. TK, the new flagship killer is the Pixel Six uh, for now. So Dominic, actually, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think there's a, there's a few brands that could potentially kind of go for that, for that title. Poco is definitely one of my favorites. I'd love to say that Poco is definitely still working on their bang for buck experience. Um, I still think Realme does a, de a decent job, at least with their latest releases, releases. I mean, the Realme G uh, Neo GT2 running the 870 is seriously some of the best experiences that you can you can talk about because they're using the right processor and they're giving you a great flagship experience for a because they're using now what the 870 is considered not the flagship of 2021 it's considered to be a rebrand of the 865 that we saw last year you're getting a lot of the benefit of the 865 slightly overclocked but you're still getting flagship experience on a device you know here running realme and the conversation of obviously realme os at this point another derivative of color os um you can definitely see the benefit of how realme has been doing it realme has been thriving using that ecosystem it's their pricing that uh, basically has been differentiating them from other devices um and i'm actually really happy that they sent me an additional one that i'm able to actually give out because uh it is a free it so actually let's let's do this it's it's about 48 minutes into the show so let's go ahead and talk about this and uh, i'll talk about that and i'm with you dominic absolutely um, so the giveaway is essentially is again part of the celebration and also part of the transition the new channel the new episode 100 here on the channel um, and it is an international giveaway for everybody that's watching the show I am not going to do a gleam.io subscribe to everything if you'd like to please do so it is up to you I'm, there's no pressure um, all I ask from you if you don't mind is to make sure that you leave a comment on this if you would like to like uh, subscribe to the channel and like the the channel to help out with the metrics absolutely uh, there's no pressure please do it at your own uh, at your as if you feel like this is a good benefit um but the show is going to have but well, actually the giveaway is going to be running for two weeks so there's going to be this podcast the next week's podcast and the one coming in on christmas so i was looking at the calendar in two weeks my podcast would be on christmas day and i'm not going to be doing a christmas day podcast i'll be very frank with you guys that show is going to be done on thursday on uh, friday morning on the christmas eve uh podcast so that i can actually make sure that whoever's win whoever won it gets the good news and then we can go from there you can comment on this video you can comment on the next video which is going to be next week's podcast um, and any person that comments gets an entry at the end of the day, I'm going to tally up the entries and I'm going to leave the number of comments. So if you left three comments in there, if you want to engage with the channel, you want to do more, obviously do your thing. Um, but for every comment that you put in there on the video, that gets you the entry and that kind of gives out the conversation we can kind of go through. Please do not spam the channel. If you start spamming this channel with a lot of 
uh, blank comments or something to that effect. Obviously, they need to be engaging comments. That's the whole point. We're trying to have a conversation. Uh, and that and to, gives you an entry. And then during that live, live stream on the 24th of December, uh, we'll basically be p uh, picking up a, a, a viewer and we'll obviously, you know, whomever it is, we'll end up basically connecting with them. Hopefully they can connect with me back and then we can, uh, oh, I can, I can ship out the phone. Um, the phone that I showed you guys in the, in the thumbnail, which I'm sure you guys already, um, you know, some of you picked it up actually, it was pretty easy. The color was the biggest thing that I feel like, well, let's see here. So yeah, the color on it was the biggest thing that kind of gave it away. Uh, it's that neon green kind of look with Realme with the stripe. It's not the leather one. Um, and this is the one I'm using myself. So this is my, my device. This is the reason why I wanted to actually uh, show you guys. Um, but the one that they actually gave me, the additional one that we're gonna be giving out, exact same specifications, same hardware, same everything. Let's go ahead and open it up. Ah. Okay, unboxing is uh, a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be. So here, bring up the phone. Of course, comes with its own charger, everything, and so here. So this is, it's more of a graphite look, same hardware, same everything. I wish I could, oh, let me just put it back here. It looks absolutely fantastic and it is brand spanking new. Hasn't been used, hasn't been, I mean, obviously I'll turn it on and make sure it boots up correctly, but you get a brand new in the box. It'll be obviously packaged better and it will be shipped to you uh, regardless, you know, international giveaway. Again, just a couple of rules. Make sure that you, uh, the, the, make sure you're, you know, you'd be able to comment on the channel. If you'd like to subscribe, absolutely it would be definitely uh, very nice. Um, and you know, a couple of weeks from now we'll pick a winner. And I, like I said, I may advertise it on Twitter and so on, but I'm not going to be doing a gleam. So it's a very simple giveaway dedicated for you guys, the fans. It's the people that follow and they're on the show that are going to be able to win this. Um, and you have actually a much better chance than some of the other ones since we're not really as very big yet on this channel. So we'll see how it goes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I won. Uh, that was like kids beat me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Tyler may win, may win over on Call of Duty, but when it comes to kids, yeah, we, we still need some help there. Um, Finn, Finn Jacobs, uh, CarPlay and other people leaving OnePlus last year marked the end of OnePlus as we know it. And that, I think that was the biggest thing. You could see the difference, uh, the change in uh, direction from last year. So I feel like this is something that we've seen coming. We should have just, we, we just need to basically figure out with them and see what they're going to be doing as we go forward. Um, as soon as they fix the update for the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro, we should be able to start seeing that update again. It didn't break the phones, but there were some UI things. And like I said, in my experience, having a, a device that runs the 888, say that it runs the 855, may bother a lot of people. For me, I know it's just the processor still runs the way it's supposed to. My Geekbench scores are still running the same way they're supposed to when in performance and when not in performance is a little bit under, but it is something that we have to keep in mind. Uh, wow, I'm really, really way behind. Okay, um, evening TK. Hey, Dan, Grounded Tech is with us here in the chat. Hope you're doing well. Um, even uh, fellow uh, bloggers and, and uh, the Android Bay. Yeah, the, the, it, it's been something that actually, it's like, this is TK, this is the Android Bay. Because um, it felt weird, like I said, this is TK Bay on TK Android Bay. Do you know what I mean? Like, it felt like redundant a little bit. But I feel like you guys did a really decent job there. The Android Bay, I think, is a very good name, which I think will, will stick with us for quite some time. Um, I thought by hitting 100 followers on Inst uh, on the on the YouTube uh, site automatically gave me the feature to get that custom name. I'm, I think maybe it's a thing that takes a couple of days or so, so we'll have to see. We are over 100, um, but I still don't have a way of getting the custom URL. So hopefully very soon it'll end up becoming youtube.com forward slash the Android Bay, since I have everything else kind of running in there. 
Um, I'm watching this on my OnePlus phone. <laughs> Finn's watching it on a OnePlus and um, with the power with the power of Root. In Root we trust always. Um, it's it's the most perfect phone experience I'd ever uh, I'd ever have ever had. Um, and if you don't like software, you can always change it uh, or change it on a OnePlus. Keep in mind that that's still something that we can do. There isn't such, it's not a situation where you have to stay with this version of Android. If you're comfortable with, uh, uh, if you understand and you're comfortable rooting and changing the recovery on your device, you could technically run uh, uh, actually from a plethora of uh, custom ROMs available over on XDA. And that's something that you can do. Very few devices on the market can and say they can do without breaking your warranty on a OnePlus device. So keep in mind, there is still that part of it that needs to kind of, we need to continue with this. We'll have to see how with the OnePlus 10 and 10 Pro kind of that, that experience goes through. I'm hoping that Oppo and OnePlus don't change that approach, allowing us to unlock our bootloaders just as, we, as if we want to be able to unlock them on, let's say, Pixel devices. Uh, it's great for development. It's great for people to be able to kind of get a device that has a great hardware set to start with. And you can, you know, flavor the experience the way you want to uh, make it. And I think this is something I, I haven't mentioned it earlier because we're still talking about general consumer purchase, not, you know, people that are comfortable that are, I would say, more adventurous in their experience on a OnePlus, since you technically have to unlock the bootloader anyways, or as soon as you get the phone so that you're able to kind of without having to lose your data down the road, if you want to kind of mod it first before you kind of get it running. But I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good build of lineage OS on OnePlus it can definitely give you a much, much different experience than what we have right now with Android 12. Um, I think Realme are, are very, very, so purp uh, Purposely Gaming is saying, Realme are very good. The price for performance is absolutely unbeaten, cl uh, closest probably to, to Xiaomi. And yeah, very much a very bang for the buck experience, I think, where Realme has been working. They're stuck to that that experience and they've been building on it. So the GT line has received quite a bit. The Explorer, the Explorer Master Edition, the GT Neo, and then we also had the standard GT that came out. And they were all kind of like in the second half of 2021. So you could definitely see where their benefits and what they're trying to do and what they're trying to give us um, overall. Okay. Um, so just to kind of, I know I said I was going to be more organized and I kind of just shot through everything. So we covered the tech news. Uh, we talked about uh, obviously the, um, you know, the, the video, the couple of videos that I pushed out this week, which actually I forgot to mention. Um, so there was that one video that I pushed out yesterday. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, love to, if you guys can check that out, it's on the TK Bay channel. Um, I actually need to be a little bit more uh, diligent now to post this over on, um, on there. Um, and speaking of which, hold on, let me just do this real quick here. Uh, Um, uh, and we're hey, okay. Ooh, are we? Yes, we're back. Hey, <laughs> um, always love it. Technical problems. Let's not. Well, so I was having different problems at the beginning of the day, but essentially internet connection was not one of them. So I'm hoping this doesn't actually change much. Uh, let's go here and here. Okay, and I think that's what I was trying to do. Uh, okay, so either way, I'll have to I'll have to post this one a little bit later on. I forgot to post it on the on the community channel for TK Bay that the podcast is on here. Uh, but yes, a little bit of technical problems, and you could see it right there that affected the 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 little display that I have back there. Um, Oppo foldables are arriving soon. Any thoughts on that one? So Sarvan, actually, that's a very good question. So Inno Day or their Innovation Day is happening on the fifteenth. That's a couple in a couple of days. 
Oppo announced, or at least showed us a teaser of a foldable device. So something that looks like the, uh, the fold, a little bit more like this. But I, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, the aesthetics of it looked like it was a little bit wider and a little bit shorter than what we have on the Pixel, uh, on the uh, Fold 3. And I feel like that's closer to what we have with the full, uh, with the Duo 2 as far as a form factor, a slightly wider, more of a tablet style experience that is actually the right format. Because when you really look at a tablet sideways, when you're holding it in uh, basically in landscape mode, um, you notice that basically you're, you're looking at it actually in the right format. And if you turn it over to, uh, to portrait, you have that same experience. The Galaxy Fold doesn't do that. The Galaxy Fold has a, has its own format. The Duo did stick to more of that experience, but we again, it's it's not intended to be more of a you know general consumer. Well, I can still say, I think foldables in general are not considered um, you know general consumer use yet. From what we've seen, I'm very excited about it. I'm hoping that it's not another concept, and I say this because um, the the OnePlus X, the one no, the OnePlus, the Oppo X twenty twenty one. Um, was a device that was considered to be a, a concept device. It was marketed, and it was there was some units that were going around from different PR agencies and you know different shows. Uh, shows, but for the most part, it was not a device that was intended to be sold. Hence, why we don't have it. Um, LG did the same thing. They showed us a device that looked very similar to that. TCL teased us about something like that in early 2021 as a device that they could be putting out as a rollable as opposed to foldable experience. Um, and from what I've seen with videos, I mean, they looked decent. I don't know about durability, but maybe that was the concern. And it looks like now they're shifting approach. They're going into a foldable that has a has a hinge that basically bends the display. And it gives us something similar to the uh, Galaxy Fold or basically what we saw with the Mate um, on the Huawei devices. And of course, even with Xiaomi, they all, I think, are focused on that experience because they feel like that's the right medium. I'm hoping it does come out. I'm hoping that it's not just a concept, but it looks absolutely really promising. I'm really excited to see Oppo push the limit and try to move over. Now, it's not going to be a find. It's going to be an N series. I think it's going to be the Oppo N, and I'm not sure if it's going to be N2022. We'll have to see how that kind of goes, but I'm very excited. And Eno Day is a few days from now. If you guys haven't, are not registered or you don't follow Oppo on, uh, on socials, you probably haven't heard about that, but it's definitely something very nice. And I did tweet about that one as well. Um, let me double check here. Uh, we need to collectively, as a community, buy <laughs> and send TK Reaper next to six. Uh, since I can't find it, we're going to have to kind of just make it happen because, you know, if TK can't find it, we're going to make it make it happen. Uh, Greg, as you can see here, yeah, Greg Greg is rolling on the floor with that one. I've absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, Oppo, everybody kicking it. Yeah, uh, for Christmas, I'm down for that, Aditi. Absolutely. I think uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, Aditi actually had a good question here. Um, TK, oh, sorry here. I'm curious to see how Oppo and OnePlus will now function as um, as separate OEMs. The Hasselblad collaboration seems to be only with OnePlus, and that's the true thing. That's why we still have the moniker of the Hasselblad, the X-Band mo uh, modes that are only present in there. I think to a certain point, with the exception of the that little transition that we're going with, they're still going to operate independently. I don't think they they benefit from merging the brand together. Um, OnePlus doesn't sell the same uh, type of devices as Oppo does. Uh, and I say that specifically, although they share hardware, their their message, their experience is a little bit different. They're still trying to be the OnePlus devices or the OnePlus or the company that we've focused on and we've loved over the years with, I guess, a 2022 flavor kind of going on. I'm still worried, not necessarily worried, I'll take that back. Um, I'm still interested to see how these updates will push on older hardwares for OnePlus. Remember, 
Oppo has been pushed. They've been using ColorOS for quite some time. So updating older devices may not be as much of a concern, but updating devices that are that have run generationally over on color uh, on Oxygen OS that typically get do have some problems when OnePlus updates them to the next version of Android. How is that going to be handled with ColorOS? Those are the things I'm I'm concerned and I want to see how they work. The minor glitches that I see with OnePlus Nine or the Nine Pro with the whole glitch of the eight fifty five to eight eighty eight. That's a minor thing. It doesn't change the performance on the phone. It's really just in case if you go into the settings, you get to see that. But otherwise, how many of us live in the settings section under about always linking or like, oh, it says 855. No, I mean, obviously, when you're checking for updates, it does. That was also another thing they changed. The update screen where the placement of the update uh, screen is actually moved from the system to the about where that was also another OPPO uh, update or optimization that was done in there. But if you have a OnePlus 9 and you receive the update, try that three-finger screen uh, capture. That's actually a new feature into uh, OnePlus devices that we didn't have before. Uh, let me see here. Mohammed. Uh, so here, Mohammed is jumping in. Uh, Motorola is pricing its phone very affordably in uh, in India. Uh, would it make uh, would uh, would it take on OnePlus's market? So here's the big difference here between OnePlus and, and Motorola. Motorola's approach to the uh, to to smartphones lately, at least the way it's been going, has definitely been more again trying to keep it stock, trying to keep it light with minor modifications and giving you, you know, their collaboration with Android One and of course with other uh, devices on the market. Can they undertake? Can they overtake OnePlus? I really don't see how they're not really in the same flavor. If somebody's approach to smartphones is to get those nice little customizations, those nice features that you get, the the little uh, the little things that OnePlus does on their smartphones, I don't think you're going to be able to find something to be a more of a one-to-one -one relationship. Now, if you're looking more, for more of a budget, basically price point, you have the Nord 2 and then you have the Nord 10, the Nord 20 and the Nord, uh, Nord 200 and 200. And those are a little bit more on the competition side. Um, at the end of the day, I think Motorola's market is still unfortunately very there's a lot of competition in the Indian market, which is, I think, where Motorola has has something to keep in mind. Even if they make progress against OnePlus's market, there's still a whole bunch of the Realme's, the Xiaomi's, the Redmi's, the, um, all of the other market, all the other devices on the market that will probably be even cheaper than Motorola. So we'll have to see how that goes. At least in the U.S., they're making progress. They're trying to. They're, they just released a, a device that, again, more of a mid-range. Uh, again, I think they're still trying to figure out their experiences uh, being managed under Lenovo right now. So their approach is different, but I'm hoping it does get better. Hey, Dragon Ball's back. The internet does work. Um, uh, my component. Uh, okay, uh, my comments uh, tend to draw blanks uh, from people. Uh, sort of similar. Maybe, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll get banned. Nah, man. Uh, that green is very nice. I'm with you, Dan. I'm definitely very much with you. So 10.37, what time is it? Uh, oh, wow. I'm very, very late. Okay, let's see how we... Um, got to uh, shoot. Uh, okay, so I got to shoot and help out with uh, <laughs> with Bubba's bedtime. Great to see you. Thank you very much, man. I hope you're doing well. Everybody say goodnight to Joe. Hope he's doing great. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those experiences we kind of have to go through. Uh, I'm still waiting. I'm still on my Samsung uh, Note 9 simply uh, because I don't... I don't make phone. Sorry, I don't make phones with my uh, with my bare minimum requirement. I don't need phones with, with bare minimum requirements, which have at least 512 gigs of internal storage, external SD card, headphone jack, as well as 5G. I'm going to upgrade to the Sony Pro I. I think the Sony Pro I is a very specific phone. Okay. I say this, and I think um, um, Michael Fisher, Mr. Mobile, asked me this question. He's like, you know, who do you think this is going for? Sony Pro I and Sony devices lately have been more of a specific targeted market. You need to, as long as you love their color science when it comes to camera, their their new development that they're going with with hardware, and 
more beeps in the office. Uh, it's it's going to be something that you need to be able to kind of jump into. It's not cheap, but it definitely feeds into a specific market, and it really lives up to that alpha experience. It is an alpha smart. It's a, it's an alpha camera experience in a smartphone, and I think we always need to appreciate that with Sony devices. Um, man, don't make me. <laughs> you guys are just jumping. Everybody, everybody kicking it in there. Russ is in there. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Um, Richard Klein, hope you're doing well as well. Um, I see, uh, oh man, uh, oh, Vinay, Vinay is in there also. Wow, okay, a lot of our new friends here. So we have some new people that haven't been here before. Dominic in there, of course. Uh, everybody kicking it with us. Okay, great. Uh, and I think I kind of hit the end of part of it there. So um, I think we're starting to hit somewhat of the end of the show. If you guys are not familiar with this, this is something that we like to do every week. It's called the, uh, the TK section. It's part of the show where we actually have a way of showcasing and showcase, well, showing some love for the channel, but also, uh, you know, showcasing uh, some of the contributors, some of our members that hang out with us every week, we, you know, day in and day out on Saturdays and kicking it with us. Um, I am contemplating, I'll say this. So actually, sorry, let me finish the, 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 the comment there. Uh, the the biggest thing, oh, sorry, I'm jumping in here. Um, Dan is here. I'm going to grab the Xperia Five Mark III, and I think uh, for now I'd get uh, I would get the One Mark IV uh, next year as well. Uh, there are going to be some big upgrades on the way. Absolutely, I think if the Pro I is any indication, Sony is doing a big shift, and I'm hoping. Actually, I'm very excited to see what it is. The One Mark IV is definitely going to be great. I'm glad that you guys have access to the Xperia Five Mark III, and I think in the Asian market they have it as well. US. I we uh, I don't know. Sony Sony has not put out anything, and I haven't been able to get a straight answer as far as that. Uh, but with that being said, if you don't mind, start dropping in those hashtags in there. You'll start seeing some people putting it in there. Uh, it, it's a very early TKception, uh, so I'll I'll be very frank. Um, today is my uh, we're celebrating my son's birthday, so I know where where Matt's celebrating his daughter's birthday. Uh, we're celebrating my son's birthday, and I need, we're trying to have it finished a little bit before lunchtime here in the U.S. for me at least. But I'm also one of the things I was actually shooting for is I'm trying to bring the, the podcast to be a little bit earlier, still on Saturday mornings, but maybe a nine o'clock or nine thirty early as opposed to the 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So for most everybody that's on the show, it'll be roughly about the same time, just an hour earlier, and it carries over for about the hour and a half or so. And that's typically what I want to keep the show at. Uh, we are at about an hour and 10 minutes, and that was where I was trying to gauge for the TK section. Um, so uh, but I, I, I'm with you, Finn. Uh, I get it. <laughs> it is a little it seems like it's a little bit early for sure so with that being said i'm going to share screen and if you haven't seen this before this is how it looks it's it's definitely a visual effect so right there right on cue um so i will say this thank you very much for everybody uh for hanging out with us kicking it with us on your saturday morning uh the, the show the, the, obviously the android bay is the new moniker but it is the same show moving forward with hopefully a little bit better organization and a dedicated channel uh, with that being said, thank you very much to Chemi Torres, TK, TK Amigo, Gracias Canal, uh, TKception, TKR Bay, always uh, appreciated there. A uh, little bit early, but hashtag TKception uh, for sure. Chemi Torres, TK Amigo, everybody in there again. Greg, of course, Android Bayception. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to figure out the name. I'm having internet problems, and I'm I'm honestly, like I said, technical problems were a little thing in, earlier, but I'm hoping that this is not going to come back to the show. Um, Greg, always hanging out with us. Thank you very much for the support. Aditya, the man, the myth himself, the Mr. Cumberbatch of our channel, uh, is with us. TK Seption, TKR Bay, TK Android Bay, and TK, congratulations on the new channel. And uh, again, keep in mind again with the with the giveaway going on. Chemi coming back as well. Uh, Dan, grounded tech as always. Love it. TK Seption, Android Bayception, and TK the best Bay. Absolutely, man. Um, 
Aditya, happy birthday, Omar. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tiki Saturday, thank you. Thank you very much. It's one of those things, like I said, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie that I was, it's obviously a scary thing to move a big part of the show on its own. But I really think that the, the the podcast will grow and it will thrive on its own in this own ecosystem. And because of the metrics and because of the algorithm going on where this is only long form video, it's not going to have as much of an impact and it will thrive on its own in that matter. So I'm hoping that that actually becomes a thing for us. Uh, Richard Klein as well. Thank you very much. Hope you guys are doing great. Uh, Russ, TKception, TK Android Bay, uh, TK, happy birthday, Omar. Uh, the OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus now colorized, absolutely colorized, and all of the different things. Jimmy Fire Dragon, thank you very much. Uh, TKR Bay, TK New Channel Bay, absolutely. Dominic Wong, absolutely happy to see you again, man. Hope you're doing way, really good. TKception, TK Realme Bay, uh, you know what? I, I, I don't mind taking that name. I think it'd be nice. But this is actually seriously, it's a great phone. I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of video, a lot of content, at least in Europe right now. It definitely has a lot of buzz going on with it. So I'm very happy and I would love to be able to share that with you guys as well. Uh, and of course, uh, Richard Klein, is it still TK? It is TK. It is always going to be TK, um, but it is the Android Bay podcast. Um, I don't know the future or how the branding of the channel is going to end up maybe taking over and becoming maybe TK Bay is a part of the Android Bay. I have the, the tech, TK Tech Bay website, which... I feel like kind of fits and yeah, the internet on that thing is just not going to happen today. Um, but I, I think the Android Bay may be a better, a better moniker to go in as opposed to TK Tech Bay. So we'll have to see. But yes, it still is TK and we're going to keep doing it. We're doing it live. TKception, hashtag uh, TK. Oh, and Extreme Skins, of course. Sorry. Um, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, thank you to Extreme Skins for sending out the skins, of course, for the uh, Pixel 6 Pro as well as the Xperia 1 Mark III. Uh, and of course, if you'd like to save 10%, there'll be a link in the description below. Uh, I'm very happy to work with them as well, which is very nice. And uh, thanks to Matt for facilitating that, actually. If you didn't figure out that it was a Matt con uh, connection, it was easy to figure out. Uh, but I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Uh, and then be safe as always and stay safe. Uh, the show ran a little bit longer. Uh, let's do it this way. And I know why it's now doing weird formatting. Okay, Windows, just not my friend. Uh, thank you very much, Aditya, for hanging out with us and, of course, kicking it with us. Um, the format of the show is, again, moving forward. We'll be here. Uh, we'll be posting. Uh, I may be actually posting small snippets of the show over on the main channel for, like, little quick recaps for the weekend. But um, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check out the videos on the TK Bay channel. Tarek Bay as well for Arabic followers if you'd like to follow it there. The new podcast uh, uh, audio format of this video will be available shortly after this. And of course, thank you very much to everybody hanging out with us. Matt, Aditya, Greg, uh, Russ, uh, everybody, Muhammad in there, uh, Dan, everybody that I forgot to mention. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Android Bay. And hopefully the internet will be a little bit better for us at that point. Take care, everybody, and be safe. Bye-bye for now. Oh, don't forget to comment on the video this one and next week so you get your chances to enter for the giveaway. Again, the Realme Neo 2, the real, sorry, the Realme GT Neo 2 is up for grabs, international giveaway. This video, as well as next Saturday's video, uh, to, for, for you to be able to get your entries in. I'll see you guys in the next time. Bye-bye for now.